Jono, Ben and Sharon. Here we go, Wednesday afternoon. It's good to have you with us. Thanks, of course, to Hounstein Brothers, Jono and Sharon's mates, not mine. Apparently, I found that out yesterday. <laughs> yeah, we, this is a joke you say, Ben does not let it go. But you can check out our show page at theedge.co.nz to win the all-new high-performance suit. It was weird. We went to the Helen Stein's uh, party and... Uh, oh, oh, that one. Did you remember? Yeah. I wasn't at that. Was. With the hands? You doing <laughs> yeah. the hands? The hands thing. The hand thing. You can't even remember the hand thing. Oh, my god. Oh, my goodness. It was what? so embarrassing. This is why they don't like you, Ben. Oh. Oh, God. Oh, and anyway. what he did with the mannequin's hands? Yeah. yeah. Plus, you don't fit any. Plus, your little boy's body doesn't fit any of their clothes. <laughs> it was no use to you after HBK didn't invent this. Oh. All right, big show coming up. We've got Macklemore tickets. We have got also tickets to the Chainsmokers. And next, a social media superstar. You may know him from his amazing sunglasses, his catchphrases, anything like that. We have got William Wairoa on the show with us next. Excited to have him on the show. I'm, I'm, I'm fanboying out a little yeah, bit. I noticed you've worn a pink hat. I know. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Looking out the window, he's handsome. Jono, Ben, and Sharon. The edge. Now, last week uh, we put Jono on Instagram. He wasn't on Instagram, and uh, we thought we'd um, we'd talk to a social media expert. If you're not following this guy, you should be because he's hilarious. Yes, and uh, he's going to be coming on tour with KFC Edgefest, so he was easy to track down. Uh, William Wairoa. Yeah, really wonderful to be here. You know, um, just it's been awesome. I just don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> Great interview. There we go. Cheers, yeah, yeah, yeah. boss. <laughs> <laughs> because I was really interested to meet you, because obviously, like, I've uh, seen a whole lot of your stuff online. And I was like, I wonder what he's like in real life. First impressions, very good looking, and you oh. smell amazing. <laughs> like, what? W- are you doing your own perfume now? Like, um, what's the thing? Um, well, that's always been a personal obsession to do my own perfume. And, um, well, actually, I'll go back to when my mum used to say, you yeah, always got to keep the hygiene up so yeah showering is important don't forget to keep the hygiene up (laughs) I've let it slip over the years Willie and it hasn't been pretty I don't want to say anything (laughs) (laughs) so where did all that you sort of you've got you've got a whole lot of catchphrases if people aren't following you they show because you've got you've got funny tuck in Fridays you do funny dances funny sort of hand gestures where do all these sort of catchphrases and things Um, come from to be honest, they just they just come about just like that. I, yeah. I, I wouldn't have a clue. We'll be sitting down having um, a cup of tea or a cold one, and, um, <laughs> and then yeah, we just start having a bit of a joke around, and then all of a sudden there he is, and wow, we and that happens. And <laughs> do the, mahi, <laughs> the treats, do the mahi, yeah, get the treats. So yeah, it's all pretty organically, which is well, how you want. It. You don't want to force anything. Yeah. I've only just learnt that word. So I, mean, <laughs> it was good I, I, only, I only learned that this week, so I've been smashing organically. Organically. So what did you think the organic rubbish collection was? Yeah, exactly. just yeah. rubbish collection. Yeah, yeah well. Because, you know, um, Sharon and Ben, I'm not on social media, and oh. when I was away last week for one day, um, they signed me up to Instagram. I don't know what I'm doing. Like I've I've taken a series of really bad double chin shots. Oh. I've taken a video thinking it was a photo. Oh, Does man. he need a catchphrase? Does he need um like a, a like hook? What's what do I need a hook though? Oh, Do he need geez. like a thing? Because he thought that his thing could be jackets. And then, um, what was your other thing that you thought of the other day? There was one, um, chins. Chin shots. Chin Chin photos. No one's done that. No No one's done that. There's a reason there. Call the account, take it on the chin or something. (laughs) (laughs) That's a a weird feeling. Some people look maybe coming to the account for wrong reasons. Yeah, (laughs) I think if you start hashtagging take it on the chin, chin. they're going to be very disappointed when they come to the page. what I expected. But anyway, I'm here now. There's some lovely double chin shots of a a bald white guy. I had a catchphrase. I was trying to do a catchphrase cover weeks ago oh, didn't take no. off wally stick you don't encourage it can you elaborate if i can organically elab yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wally stick could be like it could be a term of like oh he's a bit of a wally stick 
It's quite like I, I like it when you got your glasses on because now I can't see the disappointment in your eyes. So <laughs> <laughs> the glasses. Where did the glasses come from? Like obviously um, you've got your own there. You can buy on your on your online store. We've yeah. got Willie White over with us this afternoon. Yeah, um, I just saw them on this uh, Asian website, and um, I thought they'd be a bloody beauty for like the um, festivals and that. And, yeah, yeah. And then all of, I just wore them in everything I did, and everyone's like, "Those are hilarious." So about th- five years later, we finally got a, um, you know, a bit of a shop up there with them there. So okay, so we got Willie White over this uh, social media superstar. Are you, tra- yeah. are you having your own mints? Yeah, you got mints. Yeah. You got signature you got range mints as well. Yeah, mints. They're on the uh, store there as Always well. Always give it your breath. Williams White or mints. <laughs> Always give it your breath. Can I just say you've got a very diverse range of novelty glasses and breathments. I'm telling you, that you need a you need a zest it up. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get involved. Oh, Willie yeah. Wadua, what a bloody great guy! You're doing great. I love someone who makes people happy. And oh, that's what you you're do. Doing, you've got to go follow him. He's uh, he's hilarious, and uh, it's great. You're going to be um, hanging out at Edge Fest. Yes, yes. So I've um, yeah, going to be joining the crew there. Um, I can't wait, eh? Yeah. Um, is this one of the? Are we, are we bloody paying you to be our friend? <laughs> no comment. No, no. It's just happened organically. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's really happened. We yeah. met him. Yeah. We offered him some money. Really organic. Come to KFC Edge Fest, but we've paid Willie Whitehall to be our friend. Yeah. It's going to oh, be great. Yeah. Oh, you're a lot way cooler than we actually are. That sounds great. Hey, yeah. Good on you, Willie. Thank you for coming in, buddy. Thank you very much. Awesome, guys. John Ben, and Sharon. The Edge. Okay, made, made our way back from Melbourne. Uh, I was in Melbourne yesterday, Sharon. Rich. And uh, I, oh, the whole time I could just feel your bitterness that you weren't in Melbourne with us. But you can't fly. You're pregnant as much. Well, did yeah. you bring her back a uh, Did you bring her back a present? Do you remember? Oh, back? yes. Yeah. Did you get caramel koala koala? Yes. I'm very yeah. excited. I can't even say the oh, name. Oh, caramel koala. There you go. Oh, caramel koalas. Oh, now now we're friends again. All is forgiven. We're friends again now. Oh, friends again. Won't eat them all at once, so I don't want gestational diabetes. In fact, you're lucky. You're lucky I could get those through. Um, <laughs> I was deta- detained at Australian Airport. Detained. I was detained. No, it was. Was I stopped and spoken to for a period of time? I think if you look at that. The dictionary, they would call that a detail. It would be the Ooh, lamest border uh, security show ever if that was the, the, the worst thing that happened to someone. What, what okay. do they do? They do the La- little swab on no, you. It's just the test. The lady comes over here, she's like, Hey, bad boy. I was like, hey. oh, <laughs> she did it. I was like, yeah, what do you want, love? And uh, <laughs> Real condescendingly. Yeah. This is why I'm a bad boy, Ben. And she's like, yeah, going to need to test your badass for uh, oh. explosives. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, the only thing blowing up on me is my phone. <laughs> <laughs> that's anyway. just me asking if you're back yet. <laughs> and you've got cal- caramel koalas. <laughs> yeah, we've got, we've got this annoying lady back in New Zealand who really wants caramel koalas. No, but she's like, need to do an explosives test on you. And they wave the wand up and down your clothes. Oh. And I'm thinking, who has ever failed the explosives test? Uh, like, well, what guy, or girl, or girl. Uh, has gone, oh, you know what I'm going to do if I'm going to commit an act of terror roll around in some explosives with my clothes well, on? The, no, because it's just, it, it's an invisible kind of uh, residue that could just be on your on your hands or on your bag or something like that. Oh, but, but who's failed the thing? Well, it seems like a pointless test. Well, that's, they're doing it to discourage what, it's a good thing. It's mm. not... Mm. Like if I'm an, if I'm gonna have explosives, you know, but I'm gonna change my clothes because I'm gonna know that's a thing. No, because it stays on your hands. Yeah. Stays on your hands. No. It's, it's like if you do um, 
some illicit drugs like cocaine. It stays on your, the residue is on your hair for like weeks. It may not be in your system, but it's in your hair for like weeks. Yeah, Don't I ask me how I know that. <laughs> A friend told me that. <laughs> she didn't Don't get, know from personal experience. It's not dandruff and uh, Sharon's hair. <laughs> hey! <laughs> I, I don't know from personal Really bad shampooing regime. <laughs> Turns up. out it's a rampant cocaine addiction. No, I do not do that. Anyway, they didn't get they didn't get uh, the explosives, but we did manage to get all those pseudo ephedrine tablets back through the country. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be no colds on this watch. <laughs> John Ovin and Sharon. This week is Mental Health Awareness Week, and an incredible organisation has just been started called Wood for the Trees. Uh, you can find them at woodforthetrees.nz. And Baz, who's the founder of the charity, joins us in the studio right now. How's it going, Baz? Good, thanks. Good to see you. Now, Baz is a very good friend of mine. We went to school together, and, uh, and earlier this year, we uh, a good friend of ours uh, took his own life, and um, it just rattled us as a group of friends, and uh, Baz has decided to start this charity to turn a horrible situation and uh, try and get some um, some good out of it, I guess, haven't you, mate? Yeah, I, I suppose sometimes you realise, you know, you wake up and have that epiphany of your purpose, and um, this was kind of one of those moments, and, you know, we had that discussion, I think, post, uh, Timmy, you know, what you were going to do on the telly show, and I know that became quite a big deal, and, and well, maybe in my little world, sort of busted the, the top off kind of, you know, awareness for mental health, and so, you know, you can either sit back and go, oh, shit, or you can carry on and try and do something about it, which is really what we've tried to do. Yeah, that no, was good, because the, the, the night, literally the night before Tim's funeral, which was on the same day we were doing the tally show, uh, Baz and me had a very serious conversation. Baz was like, you know, you, you're in a powerful position. All of us are in the media, you know? Yeah. To be able to say something and, and, and change, well, not change lives, but get messages across. Well, talk about it, though, yeah. the, the big step. And what you, yeah. what you said, like, as John said, really resonated with a lot of people and, and like made made the conversation okay to start talking about. So what you're doing here is amazing, just taking that on, Baz. Yeah, and, and I remember saying to John, I was I said, oh, so what are you going to do? He said, I said, how's it all feeling at the moment? And I think he said, oh, it's a bit trivial at the moment to try and be funny. And um, I said, oh, so how are you going to get on telly tomorrow night and, you know, be the joker? Next day, was at the fun- pre the funeral, you said to me, oh, I've got a slot at the end of the telly show. And, and I said, oh, what are you going to do? And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> and then he turned up at the after the at the aftermatch and mm. came and I said, how'd you go? And he goes, oh, I just cried on national telly. And I said, perfect. I think you guys should be incredibly proud of yourselves. Honestly, I think this is a really, really cool thing and everybody should go like the Facebook page, get on there and uh, help out because you could save somebody's life. And the other thing, I just want to jump in, Sharon. No, you're all right. Um, here's my moment. Um, it's just, yeah, just go out of your way. I mean, I, I think back to the process of what happened or how we went through it and all the, you know, hindsight's wonderful. We all could have been way better. Mm. Um, but, but, you know, just ask the hard questions. I mean, we sort of put a thing out today, like, you know, sort of, you know, catch up for a beer, but I, I think females are great at doing it. They catch up and kind of get straight to the to the root cause of the issue or what's right. going on. Guys talk about all the periphery, nice to have, oh, how's this and how's that, without really going, how Feelings. are you? You know, yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's sort of that blokey thing. It almost takes a dozen beers to get to the hard discussion, but mm. try and hit it up front and see mm. what you get. And you guys will know when your mates aren't running right and, and when you should, you know, should ask that tough question. It may feel awkward for you to bring up that topic of conversation, but once you get the words out, it's fine. So what does a charity hope, hope to do? Like, what are you... Yeah, so Wood for the Trees, so the whole idea of seeing of the Wood for the Trees, it's people that are pouring over the little details without seeing the bigger picture, which to, me, to us kind of gave a really good explanation of what a broad brush mental health is all yeah. about. So, so the whole thing's focused on people that are seeing the Wood for the Trees trying to reach out to others that are, and I know there's been lots of really good messaging on that recently. Um, so we thought, well, let's try and make it sort of have a good look and feel. We're selling a whole lot of merch which um, online, which all profits go to Wood for the Trees, and then what we're doing as a committee is we're getting 
getting together sort of, you know, four times a year and we're making donations to sort of grassroots mental health things. So um, it's kind of ideally nothing to do with government things. It's all local. So it might be the, I don't know, the Apodaki uh, Community Hall and, a, and something they're doing. So trying to really sort of get right. it in, get, give yeah. money to where it actually makes a difference to people. Um, cool. at the yeah, so you, fund, you fundraise and then you'll distribute out the, the cash to the yep. organisation. So people want to go and visit the website. Where's that, bud? Yeah, so yeah, well, yeah, follow us on Facebook. So you would for the trees. Um, the, um, you'll find us on there. Also, the uh, websites are www.woodforthetrees.nz so yeah jump on there you can make donations so if we can use our contacts and make it go a bit further then you know hopefully we can make a bit of a difference and prevent other people going through the same it is an important a very very important thing to do and i think for in new zealand it's been illegal or whatever to talk about it within the media and i just think kind of if that law we need to be talking about it so the more we talk about it the more common it is and the more often people are going to ask for help so the fact that you guys are doing something like this is really really cool yeah and thanks for having me on guys it's bloody great it helps get the message out there so it's all um all for the cause cheers john ben and sharon the edge now we've got producer dan in the studio dan uh on monday you made some inflammatory comments about uh pink after she announced her show you were in the office you were recorded uh having a go at her acrobatic and performing skills Mm-mm. yeah i get that once once she gets up onto the pole like i can see how that's a bit of an issue You're getting up onto there so full of shit. but once she's up there she's having a good time no, Put it this way, I'd be able to sing and do it. I, I'll tell you right now, Pink would be lip syncing when You're she's doing that. She's not. No, she's not. I've seen her live in Melbourne. She's definitely not lip syncing. She's the worst biggest pop star. You guys are so delusional. My favourite part of this is, no, she's not. I've I seen her live in Melbourne. Who was that? That's Lucy. Danielle. Oh, is that no, it's Danielle? Danielle from the, uh, from the promo department. Seen her live in, in Melbourne. Melbourne. Yeah. Uh, so, Dan, uh, we told you to put your money where your mouth is yeah. or, your, or your legs where the silks are, so to speak. Yeah. And Sharon, you've organised some training. Yes, he has been uh, training for this big acrobatic routine because he's going to be performing it tomorrow night at Pink's New Zealand album release party because her new album, Beautiful Trauma, is out on Friday. And uh, Does Pink know about this yet? She knows. Yeah, I text her. No, <laughs> okay, she, I don't think she knows. The, the news was very traumatic for Pink when she found out. I call her by her real name, Alicia. Uh, if, you, if you missed out on it yesterday, oh, this is a little clip of uh, Dan attempting to do some training. Oh. Oh, I'm going to pull that down. That sounds like you recorded that in the studio. It does. You, have, you put some put, you, it sounds you, like you put some music behind you doing it in the studio. You, Did you actually you, do it? Have you I gone to training? <laughs> I've been to tra- I've got videos. Listen to this. There's, like, there's music playing in the studio. And he's rubbing it on his pads. <laughs> and you're just making seductive noises. <laughs> okay. This I'll might be, be the, the, the pink sex tape. Yeah, yeah. I played some music and I went like this. <laughs> yeah, I, I, put, I rubbed my. I rubbed my. Have you even got, you've got a performance tomorrow night. Have you even trained? Yes. Yes, I have. I've have been, you? What's the name of the trainer? Fiona. Well, we don't no, know. I have, I have been going. I have been going. <laughs> I went to one thing yesterday at Dust Palace. There's this place that does training. So and, you didn't go today. You said I, you were going today. And I turned up there and I and I did a couple of things. And she's like, "No professionals." I said, "I'm not a professional." And she said, "Well, you should be. You are coming in very cocky. You yeah. understand you're going to be performing in front of people at the album launch, like yeah. judgmental industry people." Oh yeah. So did you did you go today? Yes, I went today to pick up a costume and I showed her again. She's like, "You've got better overnight." Have you been practicing? And I said, "Yes, I have been." I've been practicing. I don't need to, but I have been. <laughs> Dan, <laughs> so cocky. Yeah, th- this happens though. You often sign up to things. And you think they're going to be easy, and then you find out that they're they really, are easy. 
really hard. And we want to know this afternoon on 0800, the edge will text to 3343. What have you regretted signing up to? It's like when you're offered to babysit your friend's kids and then you get them and you're like, and they're fun for an hour. And then after that, you're like, oh, do your parents do this 24 hours a day? Because you are driving me mental. Like, you know, how many questions do you guys ask? I regret signing up to save the freaking pandas. Have I spoken about this? Oh, yes. So yes. many times. The yeah. World Society for the Protection of Animals. It's a great cause. It, I was walking down the road. I just wanted a pie. Next thing, the bloody pandas are sucking $35 a month out of my car, out of my account, direct debit. And it's hard to cancel direct debit. Oh. I those pandas must have been living in luxury. They must have been getting ma- Thai massages. Maybe, maybe. They were getting their nails manicured. Oh. Amber is on 0800 The Edge right now. Amber, what did you regret signing up to? Oh. oh, this is why that guy was better. <laughs> <laughs> you remember how he would, like, would turn up the fader so you could hear the callers? He, he was, geez, he was just really a, good. I eh? was reminiscing how good he was. Uh, g'day, Ambo. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Now, it's great. You, you regretted signing up to what? To skiing. No skiing. Not that I really did much. I sort of fell over in the first 20 minutes, and even the instructor couldn't get my unco ass off the ground. So oh, near. Yeah, a lot of slippery scrambling and falling, so... You're on a slippery slope to nowhere. <laughs> the, uh, you know, my dad did the same sort of thing, but it was with windsurfing. <laughs> he signed up in the, in the in the Eastern Bay's courier. He cut out the voucher. It was like, get seven or eight windsurfing lessons, 20% off. He's like, okay, at age 55, I'm going to go and windsurf. Yeah. He didn't realise how much muscular power is required to windsurf. Oh, yeah, it's hard work. He got, he I got, thought the wind did a lot of the work. No, you got to hold your arms, and then oh, if really? you fall over, you got to pull the sail. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, legs, arms, <laughs> goodness. He got taken away by the wind, like... Four or five kilometres offshore. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> four or five. And then, and then he let go of the sail, and it fell in the water. He couldn't pull it up. Coast Guard had to go and rescue him. Really? Yeah. The story just gets more and more. <laughs> wow. I thought I'd lost my dad. Hasn't <laughs> seen your dad since. It's quite dramatic for you. Amber, does that make you feel better about the skiing lessons, though? But then I'm not 55, so moderately. Moderately, <laughs> yeah, moderately. Like, yeah, okay. I've still got a bit of life left in me. <laughs> if you have seen Jono's dad, though, uh, the number is 0800 The Edge. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Hey, okay, so uh, yesterday, Sharon and uh, Ben shared a story, a heartbreaking tale of how I ended up in a swearing match with an elderly man on a Sunday morning outside my house. Because you hadn't mowed your lawn. It, it was a disgrace. It was a disgrace. I'm with the old man. I hadn't seen your lawn, but I can just imagine. I was just walking out there. <laughs> I was just walking out there. It was disgraceful. I bet you were in your wife front undies too when you walked out oh, there. I was having an argument with a man in my underpants. <laughs> You're such an undies guy. I yes. am an undies guy. Oh. And I just went out there to pull out the bloody Easy Buy catalogue because <laughs> I like to see what's on special. I like to treat myself sometimes. Some, Some people, people are post, into... Posty plus the, the thing is, it was Sunday. He was going to the letterbox. There's no mail on Sunday. So again, <laughs> something else had been building up. Not the lawns, but the mail. Oh, anyway, something was, else. Was, something was, like someone's <laughs> got some weird porn ideas. <laughs> The easy way kind of like, hey, when you get to the oh, duvets. Again, when you get to the duvets, they like, oh, that duvet. Oh, I love a good king size. Oh, Tell a you quilt. What, a Quilts of, get me going. With a can-do attitude and a bit of know-how, you can turn that Posty Plus catalogue into anything you want, mate. Anything you want. Anyway, Sharon, you have just said during those songs, oh you were told God. off by your neighbour as well. You know that I've been having some neighbour issues. We've been having the daily updates. Don't get me started on the bloody boxes. Oh, but, yeah, well, um, there's a whole big letterbox fiasco where Sharon was being a bit... 
I felt digging her heels yeah. into the sand where the yeah. neighbours collectively wanted to buy a new letterbox unit. Sharon was the only neighbour no, who I would was, not pay for a new letterbox. No, I just said I thought it was too expensive and then I got singled out on an email and I didn't well, appreciate it. you were the only but, one that thought it was expensive. No, but I said that if we were the only ones that didn't want to pay that we would happily pay. But apparently that wasn't passed on. But anyway. I don't think you would happily pay. I think no. you would like... Begrudgingly. Look, I've got to take some time off, guys, and kids are expensive. I've got to pop one out uh, in the no, machine. Fair okay, fair enough. All right, okay. Anyway, so last night I go out to my glorious new letterbox, and in it is a a letter mm. that is, first of all, anonymous. Like, who writes a passive-aggressive letter and doesn't put their name on the bottom of it? That's someone, the thing that drives me crazy. Someone who doesn't want to have to deal with the consequences. <laughs> yeah. So this is, yeah. the, this is the letter that uh, all of the neighbours in, in our lane got last night. Uh, village. Apparently we're called The Village now. Nobody else knew we were called that either. It what said, is this, the 1940s? <laughs> I know. It's like our own. Anyway. We've spotted a witch. <laughs> we shall hunt her down at midnight. She won't pay for a letterbox. <laughs> <laughs> I shall burn her on the stake. She would rather buy baby monitor than letterbox. Okay, so this is the letter we got. I said, now that the new letterboxes are in place and additional improvements are planned for the street frontages, it would be great if we could all remember to put our rubbish bags and bins out on the Correct day, brackets. That's before the trucks arrive early in the morning and then remove them the following evening. This will get rid of unsightly bins and prevent dogs and cats rummaging through the bags and spreading the odorous contents. These are our homes. We must ensure that we keep them top notch. Cheers. Anonymous. Ah, GC. It's like, mate. When when humans coexist, you you, you quickly realise that some humans need a yeah, you know, a couple more hobbies in their life. <laughs> there was one that was like, I saw someone put the bins out the other day after the truck came. I was like, well, no one knows what time the freaking truck comes. It comes at a different time every week. I feel like you're living next door to Ben, and I reckon Ben boys <laughs> would write letters like that and secretly put them in his neighbour's I would like to remain anonymous whether I do the letters or not, and when I write the letters, anonymous as well. Okay, 0800 The Edge or text us to 3343. When have you been told off by a neighbour? kind of did it quite passively aggressively she um so my dog pooed on her front doorstep so instead of like classic gig yeah so instead of like politely coming to us and saying hey can you like retrain your dog she just moved the poo to our front doorstep and then just left it there (laughs) what every single time she did it she always does this kind of stuff like if we park in her parking spot in our driveway she will just park at the very end of the driveway so no one can get in or out. That is, that is a good Might one, Gracie. Lovely, lovely play on the, uh, the, 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 placement of the replacement of the dog. That's, yeah, like, that is a good commitment. Yeah. That takes a bit of thought. Hey, Georgia, when did you get told off by a neighbour? So, um, my mum was cranking up the music and I was um, playing in the trees and she, told, she yelled at me and said, turn your music down and get out of that tree. I'm like, but it's in our yard. It's in, yeah, it's, 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 the tree's in my yard. Also, like, the music thing. I'm just like, if, if it's early, who cares? You know, it, I like to... Like, can, we just, can, can we just stop the broadcast? Sharon just burped. Sharon <laughs> just burped. You know, I saw yeah, it. I'm, you know pregnant, I'm very be, gassy. You know who wouldn't be happy about that? Your neighbour would write a letter about <laughs> that. Oh, yeah. I'll probably have this an email when I get home. This is our studio. Keep it top notch, Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Let's have a better show. <laughs> Anonymous. Who said that? I, who said I don't that? know who said it. Don't say who said it. <laughs> Bailey, when did you get told off by a neighbour? Um, pretty much every day so far. Oh, no. What for? Give us some examples, babe. Um, well, they've been setting off air horns at like 12 o'clock at night just to wake our kids up and stuff. Why? Once again, well thought out. Well thought out. I don't understand. Why would somebody do that? Like, what are you guys doing to cause a midnight air horn? <laughs> so they partied for 
three weeks straight, pretty much, and we got sick of it because, you know, we work. Um, so we called noise control, and ever since then, it's just been completely crazy. Wow. Okay, are, you, are, you sure, are you sure it's not just the civil defence siren going off at midnight? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, quite confusing sometimes with the amount of bass that's going. I was at Ben's house the other day, actually, and your neighbour came out, and um, <laughs> I was uh, working on my computer in the car. <laughs> so I told you the same. Why were you doing that? I was just sitting there. You he know, uses my Wi-Fi. And so that's, I'm just sitting on the computer. He knocked on the door. He's like, hey. I was like, hey, man. He's like, yeah, you like pornography? I was like, what? No, no, I'm just... He's like, you're looking at pornography? I was like, no, 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 I'm just clearing emails here. He's oh, like, that old up. He's like, I can tell you some really great places to skip pornography. You would definitely look at pornography. Oh, it's not like, why would I... someone come on and ask if you like pornography? We've already established that Jono's thing's the easy buy catalogue. No, 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 hey, I, I don't sit and confined in public streets on my laptop jumping onto Ben's free Wi-Fi. I don't know why he's outside my house using my Wi-Fi. Wow. Anyway, he uh, suggested a fantastic website. He'd be driving around to my house tonight to park outside <laughs> 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 you guys a lot of broadband. <laughs> John Ben and Sharon. The Edge.